Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. I've entitled this podcast, Retiring in Mexico, Two Examples. Death recently visited my family, and I had to take another long plane ride. It was unlike the one I described in my last podcast of flying to Mexico. This time, the plane was comfortable, and legroom was plenty adequate. The planes themselves have improved, and they carry many more people. The airplane and the airports were packed. Neither are personally comfortable, but they do allow many people, like myself, to travel great distances. That's probably has to be considered progress. It's not as bad as it used to be. Now, this is the second part in a series concerning a trip to Puerto Vallarta and thoughts of moving south for retirement. Here are two examples of folks that did just that. We traveled south from Vallarta to Yalapa yesterday. You could only get there by boat. There are no roads or cars or trucks in Yalapa. And for this reason alone, it's worth a trip. It's a small village and a great beach. We took a local bus south out of Vallarta for perhaps 10 miles to Boca. This is another small town with boats pulled up on the sandy beach, advertising their services for travel to Yalapa. $12 and 30 minutes ride brings you to this beautiful tranquil beach town. We walked back from the beach when we left the small boat. I thought we would find a road that would lead into the center of the village. Wrong. There are no roads. There are small footpaths that lead from what seemed like one small adobe dwelling to another. We felt like we were constantly walking through someone's yard. Figuring out our mistake, we returned to the beach and walked towards one end of the beach where buildings came right down to the water. A small sign indicated the path to the village. It led up a narrow, steep, winding stairway. At the top was a cobblestone path, about four feet wide, that meandered between small adobe dwellings and a few small shops and restaurants. The shops and restaurants were all part of someone's house. Just the shop or restaurant on one side of a room and bed and chairs on the other, a table or a kitchen on the other side. It was here that we met Catherine. She was walking down the path wearing a loose fitting pink dress and a floppy wide brimmed straw hat. She used a long walking stick that appeared to have come from the floor of the forest. She looked like something right out of an old John Huston movie. She had retired from Sonoma Valley, California to Yalapa, Mexico. She was a forester in her work life. Two years ago, she and her husband happened onto this place and loved the walking and slow pace of life. They returned to California, sold almost everything they had, piled the rest of it in a Penske, and drove south to the beach at Boca. There they loaded everything they had bought with them into three small boats and moved to Yalapa. They rented a small flat for $150 U.S. dollars a month. That was a few years ago. It's probably more than that now. 
He writes mysteries, three books published so far. Catherine walks. She walks in the jungle, up to a waterfall every day. She shops in the village at the tamale factory, which she insists we visit with her. And we were glad we did. The tamales were delicious. And she thoroughly enjoys being a housewife full-time. For the first time in my life, I am just a housewife, she said, and I love it. I ask if they travel back to the States often. No, came a quick and strong response, followed by no fun. When they have to travel back to the States, they try to arrange it so only one has to go. Wedding, grandchildren being both sort of thing. When parents die, they both return. They have no plans to return to the States. I asked if they'd bought a house, and she told me that no one owns any of the houses in Yalapa. She said they all belong to the community. The many acres in the valley and everything in it belong to the indigenous people who live there. They can sell their house, sort of but it really belongs to the community. It's all very complicated who lives here and who can own a house, she says, ending with, so we rent. We left Catherine and returned to the beach. Four women were sunning themselves in front of us. They looked like three mothers with three daughters. Mothers, 60-ish, daughters, 20-ish. The mothers all wore two-piece bathing suits with flowing sarape, that matched. They all had on too much jewelry, multiple gold and silver bracelets on each wrist, huge rings with colored stones and sparkly diamond rings covered their fingers. They were from New York City, or so it sounded to our ears. Where are you going? I'm not watching your bag. You wanted to bring it, so you watch it. What do you mean I have no right? We're paying for this thing, even your boyfriends. We have every right. They argued, whined, yelled, and I think in general, we're having a good time, disagreeing about which way to turn, if their jewelry looks right, or if they should go to the bathroom, etc. They seem to be disgusted by everything in life. I lay back in the chair under the sun, and when I looked again, they'd all vanished like a bad dream. Three tacos and three beers later, we were on a boat headed back to Boca and the land of cars. And then today, I met another one. He appears to be in his late 60s. He lives in Torresilas, a truly primitive spot, yet south of Yalapa, accessible only by boat. No roads or cars, no electricity or phone service. He's been there five years loves it, claims to be an artist. He seemed a bit evasive or mysterious. I'd like to think he's on the run. He had a little coiffured toy poodle type of dog. In Vancouver, we call him an accessory or designer dog. He laments the faith of America. All military nowadays, he says, and I'm an old soldier, but it has just gone way too far. I don't know why. I guess it's the guys that are making the bombs and guns that are making the money. They're probably happy. Guys like Halliburton. I'm staying in Mexico, he says and then adds. 
Adios, amigos. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org. And now that I think about it, those women that I thought were from New York City, they might have been from Jersey. Sounded definitely East Coast though.